Okay, I'm thinking gentlemen, good Okay. Ah. Hope everybody's having a great morning so far. And uh, as I promised, I'm going to um, talk a little about Tvila today and possibly tomorrow as well. Okay, but let's see how much we can cover on the topic today. Okay, so the uh, what we're going to learn this, this this morning is uh, some of the pieces over here from Sharim Betfila. This was written by Rabbi Shimshon Pincus, if uh, a, a very famous uh, writer and speaker, uh, and the, he wrote a sefer called Sharim Betfila. So I'd like to share some of the ideas with him. Okay, he says like this. Uh, we should think a little bit. How is it that the Torah divided up our day? Tfila is the that activity that that takes the most of our time of our day. In Avodas Hakodesh, Shimbi Mikra Yavra Al Yehudi Yom Beli Limud, because if for, for whatever reason being, 
a Jew doesn't set time for learning Gemara or Chomish, whatever it may be, on, on, a, on a, for whatever reason for that day. But Kvar he certainly fulfilled that responsibility by, by saying Kriyat Shema in the morning and the evening, the Gemara brings out, that was, you fulfilled that responsibility through Kriyat Shema. Even though the person certainly lost out a lot by not being able to take out other time for his learning, he didn't violate any Torah law. He's still connected. But if a Jew does not involve himself in davening three times a day, he's missing. So this is an absolute proof, he says, this is air to our neshamas. This is what gives us life. This is something that our that's crucial for our existence as a Jew, more so than any other activity, because this is something that Chazal have given us at least three times a day, which can add up to about two hours of our day. We're focusing in on this. He brings down a very nice idea also. He says, Where do we see this idea further developed? Which is called Chai HaOlam. In other words, the Gemara, when it wants to compare Tfila versus learning, it says that Tfila is called Chai HaShoh. What does that mean, Rabbi Pincus wants to tell us? means it's giving us life. It's breathing life into a Jew in this world. And the natural connection which is the source of all life. Therefore, and therefore tefillah comes before the learning for, for for hours. If a person has to daven, that, that's his first responsibility. Even though Torah, Talmud Torah connected Kulam. Like it says in the Torah, you have to watch out for your neshama. That a person has to be careful for his life, like we're learning now with all with the corona and everything, how a person has to watch out for his life. Before everything else, that's what the Torah insists on. And that's why you weren't even allowed to go to davening with a minion, because that pre- that trumps everything. Now we understand our neshama is certainly more crucial than our physical being, because that's our eternity. People who are dead cannot serve Hashem. And therefore, everything is pushed to the side when it comes to preserving our life, which is certainly with the halachas we're learning these past months over here. The same thing he wants to say in our service to Hashem. Tfila is our life source. Like we said, watch your heart, because that's where everything comes from. Now, okay, uh, here, continuing. Bishas Eisek HaTfila, when someone is involved in Tfila, Hayasod HaRishon, the first thing we need to know, Lahatzlochehi, how does one want to be successful in his, in his Tfila? 
You have to give it the proper time. We should understand that this idea of giving something the proper time that it deserves is not only applicable to Tfilah, it's applicable in all activities in one's life. Someone is in a rush to go through it. And he's in a rush. He's pressed for time to do something. If the person doesn't have the proper time. Or or the patience. That he's involved in. There's no way that this is going to be successful. In any way whatsoever. So the first thing we need to know is, is that whenever we want to do something, we have to know that, we, that we're prepared to give it the time that it takes. The Perak HaKodim Dibarno, he says in the, in the Perak previously, we discussed Al-Hisalos B'Kisharon L'Tfila, how one can, can pick oneself up in his perfection of Tfila, or B'Hishtadlo Shalom B'Zmani Tfila, what he should do. In other words, anytime you want something to be successful, you need to prepare for it. So therefore, we had, he was giving ideas on what one should do out of the time of tefillah. But Akshav, he says, but now, Irene and Bismani had tefillah Now I'm discussing when a person is, is involved in the tefillah itself. Yesh lanu choser zman, if we have a, a lack in time, shahores lanu es ha that that destroys tefillah. Is a makalkel lifneim ulachareim. It, it ruins it from before and afterwards as well. It says, We're rushing through the brachos. In other a person is, uh, walks in late to a minion, so he has to quickly run through it so he can catch up to them, so he'll be able to daven together with them the Shmon Esrei. If you're not rushing through it, then you're certainly skipping around in it. So if you're coming in late, you are not giving yourself a proper opportunity to have the tefillah to be as successful as it can be. Being far so so boy in bizman, and even when, and when you do come on time, and you do daven together with the tzibor, He's the one that sets the, the, the tone to the tefillah. If the shliach tzibor is in a rush, then he's going to pull the rest of the group with him. The time for the shmona esrei. We see how tefillah is being defined to us by our circumstances. He says, it could be true, the says you could you can push it on your own. but there is a, a limit. Person feels somewhat uh, embarrassed to put his time into the tefila, because then people will think, well, you're looking to be something special. and then when it's after the Shmonasri, Maran Lot says you're you're running out already. Lasakim to do business, the chufim, bachatufim, or medalgim, or you skip it, mashain nechshav, chiyuv gomer, kriyashmoshmonesri. People just feel kriyashmoshmonesri, that's all that you need, and the rest of it is just optional, it's extra credit, and they just focus in on that, and then that, that's good enough. 
So you're taking tefillah and you are minimizing it. You're, show, you're, you're showing a lack of, 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 of importance to all the facets of tefillah. We have to realize that each segment of the tefillah was done there deliberately. Just to give you um, one idea, Psuki uh, de Zimra. So I saw, I heard a very beautiful idea just on that cut. What's Psuki de Zimra stand for? Smorot are branches. We think that Psuki de Zimra, I guess, Psukim that talk about the uh, singing, Zimmer, singing, song. But in a deeper understanding, I think this was according to the Zohar, that was saying, Psuki de Zimra, you're cutting off all the branches, all the, the dead the dead, uh, the dead branches over there. You're trying to remove all the outside sources that are, are, are going to hold back your tefillah from you. So that's what you're doing when you're doing psuki de zimra. You're removing all the, the, but the, the, the expression of the zohar is the klipot, all the, the husk, all the, all the shell, the shell that's surrounding you that's going to prevent your tefillah. That's what you're doing and you're cutting it away. So if you cut that out, then you're, you're, you still have that problem. In the real truth, there's not enough time for katsar. The time we have is short. And tefillah is really a, a, is a long process. We have to push in a lot in a very limited amount of time. And in general, we have no alternative. We cut it off. So he says like this, a very beautiful um, metaphor. He says, If we look in the world, If you take, a, you have an appointment with a physician and you're going, you have an, you know, going to the doctor's office. If the, if the physician himself is not such an expert, Tira also, you see him, someone who's not a, a, a really expert physician, what happens, certainly in Israel, because in Israel you, uh, it's socialized medicine. So, you know, the money is not such a uh, major incentive. So he looks, he picks out the door, he picks out his office door, and he sees there's a long line waiting for him in the waiting room. Right? In the waiting room. So what's he going to do? He's going to cut your, your visit. Uh, he's going to try and get you in and out as quickly as he can in order to get through with all the people waiting in the room. So that's, he wants to say, that's a, a, a physician who's not really a, uh, a, a, a mumcha is an expert physician. Someone who's a really professional doctor He's not, he's not looking around. He's not looking around. He sits with each patient. He's sitting there. He's calm and he's patient. As if he's the only one in the room. As, he's, as if he's the only one. He he's not looking around to see who else is in the room. That's not, that's not his issue. You're his patient right now, and he has I'm to focus okay. on you. I'm not okay. He said, you should know that this is a, an, an, a, 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 an indication of an expert doctor, someone who ignores what's going on outside him, and he's focusing on exclusively on the patient here and not picking out to, to look into the um, 
waiting room over there. That's that, that's not the point. I'm I'm focusing in on you right now, right? This is all the this is the big problem with all the iPhones and everything. Right? The minute you get a call, so you're talking to someone and then you uh, tune that person off, right? That's a big problem we have over here. We don't know how to focus in on one person. We're always going all around. So he says, if someone is truly an expert, he's just focusing in on that one person. There's no way, there's no way that a physician could come with a, to come up to a, a proper diagnosis. If, you put, if he's pressed and he's got to rush through everything and he can't think clearly and he has to, you know, get the, 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 come to a conclusion quickly, then there's, real, it, there's no question he's going to come to make a mistake. So he says, So you should understand this is the same situation when it comes to davening. Tefillah demands a focus and a, a concentration. We have to concentrate on what we're saying. If we're in a rush, and we're pressured, I give myself, I, I only have 10 minutes to daven today. That's it. There's no way you'll never reach the depths of, the, of, the, of, the, of what you can come away with. You'll never have proper focus. You'll never reach the level of expertise in this. Can't do such a thing. And therefore we have to know, like he's going to quote over here, very nice idea. He said, a Talmud Chacham said a very good statement, a very true statement. Someone asked the Talmud Chacham, he said, how much time should I put into a Shmon Esrei? What was his answer on go Until you finish. However much time you need, that's how much time you should put in. There's no, you can't say five minutes, 10 minutes, 15 minutes, 20 minutes, a half hour. Right? He says, Kama hagdarazu. He said, look how an awesome this definition is. Echadamarek, whether the person puts in a long time into a Shimon or he says it very quickly in a very short amount of time. That's irrelevant. That doesn't bother him. The issue is he shouldn't feel he shouldn't feel that I have a certain amount of time. I don't know that the clock, he shouldn't think that the clock is ticking and I have to catch a nine o'clock train or whatever it may be. And therefore I can only dive for 10 minutes because then the tefillah, then that tefillah is not a tefillah. If he feels it, if his heart wants that, he wants to spend time in his davening, that's the, that's the way he feels more accomplished that way. And if not, she cuts air. And it might change from day to day too. Doesn't have to be one, one way or every single day. That's not the issue. The issue is about like What's the essence? There should be no outside disturbances that are affecting his tefillah. Whether it be during the time you're davening, you can't keep looking at the clock. Or before you walk into tefillah. The rule when it comes to davening is, when it comes to shmona esrehu, the world is filled with 
fl- beautiful flowers all over the place. You just need what? Time. You need time to be able to, to look into them all. If you don't have time, you can't daven. That's not davening. Now again, I'm not telling person, don't daven. But he's trying to point out the quality of tefillah you're going to come away with. It's a whole different experience. If I'm walking in there with, you know, I have to, it has to be done by a certain amount of time then that's one experience. But if I'm walking in there, however long it takes me, that's what I'm doing. Everything else can wait. In other words, my, my day revolves around my tefillah. Everything else will, will come in its time. Then that's, then that's going to be a different experience. He said this is also pertinent to how we, how we were relating to Hashem. HaKavod HaPashut B'yoter the simplest respect that one can give, that you'll give to someone, like, like we were mentioning before, that's one of the biggest problems that we have in, in our world today is because of all these phones, we don't know how to give, we, don't, we can't give the person the time of day. We're always being bombarded with so many different things. And besides being rude, you're, you're not, you're showing a disrespect for the person. So this is the idea. We have to at least try and, and, and show that the, that the person means something. So let, let me be able to focus on you for a minute or two. Bein elbow and gadol, there's no greater embarrassment. Yoter more than milomar ein leipnai, I have no time for you. To tell somebody I have no time for you, that is the biggest disappointment that a person can experience. If you're hoping to talk to them, I don't have time for you. You walk away so disappointed and disgruntled. So, right? Call echad makir et So We all know that feeling that we were, we were hoping to be able to, to speak to someone or the person tell me and I don't have time. Very disappointing. When, you, when, you, when someone lets you in, but also echad mamaher l'sem, he's rushing, he just wants to get you off as quickly as he can. He told me, me because, because again, he's looking outside. There's so many other people out there that are waiting for him. I don't have time for you. You have no idea how terribly disappointing that, how hurtful that is to someone. Immediately, I would have been better off had you not taken me in the first place. Because I'm going to walk away so much worse now than had you... Now, when you took me and tell me I have no time for you, really, it would have been better off that had you said, I, you know, I'm not able to meet you today. But if I'm sitting here, at least, give me, have a little patience. The same thing is when it comes to tefillah. If we're talking to Hashem, we have no time. We don't have time. We're always busy with 50 different other things in our life. We want to go through our, our routines very quickly when it comes to tefillah. We'll grab a few words. I have life and refuah, you know. We're talking about our lives, our parnosa, our health, all these different things. Right? Shalom, obracha, We take off our tefillah and we're running off to wherever we're running to. Here's the last paragraph of the piece here today. Umiyahu Bahemis Harbe Pomim Lokatsimbazman. 
And because there are many pressures on us, what's the best way to work on this? So we should always try to, to, to go earlier, come earlier. When, in other words, usually before your day starts, so come a little early, you should be able to put in a proper focus. If it's in seven in the morning, six in the morning, eight, whatever it may be, come a little, a little bit beforehand. But there is a also sheen, it'll make a big difference. Believe sheer, but call asika in the whole davening. Like we know, if you're coming, if you come early and you give yourself time to do it at, at, at a proper pace and you don't have to rush right through it, this is one of the best advices we can give for someone that is trying to work on his tefillah. And just as we say in everything, the way you started out, that's the way it's going to define it throughout the whole thing. The way it begins, that's what the way it's going to move right through. But uh, just from personal experience, very often when I'm in the middle of Shemon Esh, my mind is wandering all over the place. And um, so the HR just wants you to okay, finish it up already. You ruined half of it already. Just might as well just get rid of through the rest. I tell myself, no, you took away the first half, but you're not, I'm not, I'm not going to let you rob me from the second half. So he's telling me over here, just like the beginning starts it off, but even if the beginning is not as you would have wanted to, don't just write off the rest of it. That's not, that's not the way to look at it. Whatever we can take with us, we take with us. If I start out my tefillah with a feeling, I have time. I have plenty of time to talk to Hashem. I'm in no rush. I'm going to take pleasure. I'm going to do it with a feeling, and I'm going to focus in on it. That, 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 that focus, that feeling will, will go throughout the whole tefillah. But if we're going to come in late and we're going to be in a rush, even if it's a few minutes, we already started out that we're, we're catching up. So it's going to cause that the whole tefillah will be running throughout the whole thing. So this is one of the pieces of advice that Rabbi Pincus gives us over here. Number one, to appreciate, you know, when we're talking to Hashem, at least give Hashem, quote unquote, the time of day. Don't just tell him, I'm in a rush, you know, I'll do you a favor, I'll say a few words. It's Hashem. Um, we should be able to take from tefillah what Hashem, what the Chazal have given us and what Hashem offers us through all the tefillah, bracha and chayim and shalom. All the bracha should be mekuyim with all of us and with all the Jews. And Mir Hashem, have a wonderful day, everybody. And Bezer Hashem, we will continue with tefillah tomorrow. Okay. Any questions? You, you, Rabbi, I had a quick question. Um, so yeah. when, you're, when you're referring to davening, um, I'm sorry, Mayor. Yeah. Oh, you can hear me? You could hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Yeah, sure. Oh, um, so when, but I, when I find myself dominating, I, I, I find myself a lot of times like the meaning waiting for me. How, how, do, you, how do you not rush in those circumstances? Well, one second, one second. Why, you're only one of, why are they waiting for you? You're the Shliach Tzibor? Let's, let's say right now, no, no, but let's say you're in a minion right now, limited to like 10 or, you know, 10 or 12 people oh, okay. right now. So then you have to understand that's an excellent question you're asking, Mayor. Excellent question. Um, so the Gemara brings down by Rabbi Akiva that Rabbi Akiva, when he was when they the, when they were waiting for him, he he did it 
quickly. In other words, he didn't want the tzibur to wait for him. As we, we're all familiar with the term tircha de tzibura. He didn't want to cause the tzibur any uh, unnecessary uh, hassle. But when he was, when it wasn't, when he wasn't, when there was more than 10, then he would take his, then he would take as much time as he needed. You're right. Um, it has to be some, you know, in other words, it has to be realistic. In other words, um, you can't just slur the, in other words, you have to try to do your best and, um, you know, not, you can't just like slur the words and just go skip around because then, that, then that's not a proper feel. At least be able to say the words on, on some level of, you know, clarity. And you're right, you're sacrificing a certain amount, but that's, um, you know, if the minion needs you and uh, you're, you're crucial to it, then, then the halacha understands that. The Gemara brings down the Rabbi Akiva with, with Mekatser, he would do it quick, shortly, because he knew that the minion was waiting for him. You're right. And Bezrat Hashem, you will have an opportunity that you won't be, Minyanim will be able to have more than 10 people. And we'll be, you won't have question. That, uh, that pressure anymore. Is there uh, one more question? Yeah. Shouldn't we try to have a minion of people on our level? Uh, not being like uh, demeaning to anyone, but if people... If you have a choice of 10 shuls, then go to the shul that you feel you'll feel most comfortable with, of course. Right. So there, there is a mile, even if you have to travel, you figure people down slower there, they're more the 100%. If you have a choice of shoes to go to, you pick the shoe that you'll feel most comfortable in, without a doubt. For sure. Okay. Thank you. Rabbi, Thank you very is much. It, Rabbi, is there ever a time when instead of diving with Sibor, to dive in by yourself, knowing that you're going to have a better tefillah there, or is it Sibor always takes precedence over, over an individual? You're taking a... a you're taking a, a big risk when you're davening by yourself. In other words, we have a certain promise that by a tzibor, Hashem does not reject a tzibor. By ourselves, then, I'm, then Hashem is going to be scrutinizing myself. It's, um, it, it, stay with the minion. Stay with the minion. Do your best. Thank you so much. Okay, very have good. A good have, a, have a great day, boys. Take care. All the best. Bye. <laughs> I like the background of it. <laughs>